Have you subscribed to the Comfort and Joy podcast from the Church of England? Advent episodes featuring reflections, readings and prayers, as well as additional weekly stories of generosity from around the country, will be released weekly from Advent Sunday until Christmas Eve. Then, starting on Christmas Day, episodes will be released daily until the 2nd of January. And in addition to reflections, readings and prayers, we'll also feature carols recorded by St Martin's Voices. Listen to the Comfort and Joy podcast this Advent and Christmas, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to this Church of England service for the second Sunday of Advent, led by Hope Together. Hope Together began in 2008 at churches throughout the UK agreed that we could do more together than we'll ever be able to do apart in mission and evangelism. Let's come together and hope is the catalyst that brings together churches in villages, towns and cities. Our vision is a praying, growing church that makes Jesus known in words and actions. We exist to serve the local church. And in doing that, we hear, we're going to hear some amazing stories of communities that have been transformed by the hope that Jesus brings. This morning, you're going to hear from Dan Randall, our youth director, and some fantastic young people that he works with. Rachel Jordan Wharf, our assistant director, will be preaching about the hope that we can have because of Jesus. And Canon Yemi Adadeji, our associate director, will lead us through our worship. We will also be hearing from the TV presenter Simon Thomas and Joanna Adayinka, who will be working with us to produce a new series called The Wellbeing Journey. But more on that later. Have a great time as we worship together. Say 
Christ, the light of the world, has come to dispel the darkness of our hearts. In his light, let us examine ourselves and confess our sins. Christ came in humility to share our lives, forgives our pride. Lord, have mercy. Join me in saying, Lord, have mercy. Christ came with good news for all people. Forgive our silence. Christ, have mercy. Join me in saying, Christ, have mercy. Christ came in love to a world of suffering. Forgive ourselves centeredness. Lord, have mercy. Join me in saying, Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And all says, Amen. People of God, be glad. Your God delight in you, giving you joy for sadness and turning the dark to light. Be strong in hope, therefore, for your God comes to save. You are God's children. Join me in saying, Lord, make us one in the love of Christ today and forever. Amen. It's my privilege to introduce to you Roy Crown, the Executive Director for HOPE, who will be bringing the very first reflection for today's service. Immediately after that, we will have our first Bible reading by Joanna Adeyinka, CBB presenter and actor. Please sit back and be blessed by Roy Crown's reflection. Colossians 4 says that God will open a door of opportunity. And in this situation, which is really challenging, it's an opportunity for the church to thrive. If you look at Hope Nottingham, they are providing a thousand meals a week for people within their community. And that's happening in Coventry, Newquay, Shropshire, and other areas. We also recognize that in this challenging time, 
It's great to have something to give, which is a message of hope. And this little booklet that we produced, Hope in Uncertain Times, just brings the hope of the gospel to people within our communities. We also recognize that prayer has really been important in this season. So we've got in Bedford a shop where you can go in and just pray in that community. In cathedrals, we've operated with a space, a hope prayer space. And many cathedrals are taking that around the country with just the letters hope for you to connect in. But as we step into Christmas, this is a great moment for us to talk about the hope that's found in Jesus. We produced a great children's book called Happy Land, the Christmas story, using those Happy Land characters and a Christmas magazine that you could give out, maybe with food or as you serve and love your community. We are excited in this challenging time to bring hope and the love of God into our communities for the most isolated, broken, difficult, challenging. This is where the gospel has the power to affect and change lives. This reading is from Isaiah chapter 11, verse one to nine. A shoot shall come out from the stock of Jesse. A branch shall grow out from his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together and the little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the seas. Thanks be to God. Our second reflection today is coming from Simon Thomas. Simon is an ex 
Blue Peter presenter and uh, Sky Sports well-being expert. And immediately after Simon's reflection, we'll be having our gospel reading today from one of our young evangelists from the Amplify. Her name is Alice Pepe. Please sit back and let Simon be a blessing to us. As Advent unfolds, John the Baptist emerges to challenge us and point us to the next steps on the journey. But he's a bit of a strange figure. He wears odd clothing. He's got an unusual diet. His life seems pretty uncomfortable, but he has a clear sense of identity and purpose. And the question he asks us today is the same as he asked in his lifetime. How are you preparing to celebrate the coming of Jesus? His message is as we make space in our lives by turning away from what's wrong, putting things right, accepting God's forgiveness and embracing generosity and kindness so we make space to truly welcome Jesus. And that's the way of hope and a journey to peace and well-being. Three years ago, I was facing one of the hardest tests of all. Just three days after she was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia, my wife Gemma very suddenly died. And I was left bringing up our young son, Ethan, on my own. I remember at the time feeling crushed by this indescribable pain. And coming to terms with such a sudden loss is a massive, massive challenge. You know, the shock and the pain of the diagnosis was bad enough, but her going was indescribable. But in amongst that, I also felt this bizarre sense of peace at times. You know, the Bible speaks of the peace of God that passes all understanding. And for most of my Christian life, I didn't really know what that peace was. I thought it was the kind of peace you might feel on a desert island or you're in your favourite place. But in fact, it's finding peace in the most unlikely of places, in those times in life where it feels chaotic and we're filled with fear. You know, when Gemma died, when I look back on it, I found a strength that I didn't even recognise in myself. And Jesus is described as the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9 verse 6 in the Message Bible version says this, His names will be Amazing Counselor, Strong God, Eternal Father, Prince of Wholeness. In the times that we're living in, wholeness and well-being have never been more relevant or important because even in the most difficult times or the busiest and stressful moments, peace and wholeness is the gift that Jesus offers us. Now, together with Joanna Adiyinka, I'm presenting an eight-part series which looks holistically at how we find well-being in our lives. And the well-being journey is launched by Hope Together and Kingsgate Church. You know, well-being isn't just a buzzword. It's rooted in the biblical concept of shalom, peace that affects every area of life, individual and shared as well. So may you, in whatever circumstances you're in, discover the way of peace and the well-being that is God's gift for you but also for his world.
This reading is from Mark 1, 1 to 8. John the Baptist prepares the way, the beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. And so, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptised by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. Our sermon today is from someone that is so special to us at Hope Together. She is the assistant director. Her name, most people know her as Rachel, but for today, we call her Rachel Jordan Wolf. Please sit back and be blessed by Rachel's sermon. It's Advent, a season of waiting as we go into the time of waiting for Christmas. I'm not really very good at waiting. I don't know about you. But this time, this season of Advent, I feel like we're all waiting and it's because of the pandemic. It's like our lives have been pushed on pause. Everything has had to stop. So much of what we called normal, normal life has been put on hold. And it helps me in a way resonate with this whole idea of Advent and waiting. And I'm waiting for normal. What is normal? We ask if we'll ever go back to normal. Will normal be like normal was before? Or would the pandemic have changed everything so much that we won't even be able to recognise normal when we get back to it? And in this season of waiting, we're a bit like the two passages that we've read from the Bible. There's that passage from Isaiah. Isaiah was waiting. He was waiting not just for a short time, not just for a season of months, but for centuries. He was talking about something that was going to happen centuries in advance. He was with the people of God and things weren't going very well at that time. And in his writings, he predicted things going really, really wrong. But then he predicted an answer. He predicted Christmas. He predicted the coming of Jesus. And we see in that amazing passage that when he talks about the coming of Jesus, he talks about incredible peace on earth of a lion and a lamb lying down together, of reconciliation and of peace on a massive worldwide scale. That's also in a way what we long for and hope for. We hope for well-being across our whole world, both in our lives and in the lives of everybody else. You see, normal is supposed to be good because God created the world and he created it good. It says so right at the beginning of the Bible. That's actually what he created, a good normal world that he wants us all to enjoy and to be a part of. It's just that we chose to go our own way and in choosing to go our own way, we really messed things up. We messed up normal. 
And even what we're experiencing now is part of that abnormal. We know it's not right. We know that we don't want to be in a pandemic. And so we wait, just how Isaiah waited, for the real normal, which is good, which comes with Jesus. John, our second passage, it's in Mark. It's John who's speaking. He talks about the coming of Jesus. He's not centuries away. He's almost moments away, days away from the coming of Jesus. And he talks about the gift of God's very spirit coming with Jesus. That's actually the gift of God himself. God was bringing back normal, which is good, which is a complete and utter relationship with God. That is what good and normal looks like. And that means that when we have God in the middle of our lives, even when we wait in a pandemic, we're actually waiting in a good place because we've got God with us. And in this season of Advent, as we wait for Christmas, we remember another period of waiting, a period where we wait for Jesus to come back right at the end of time, where he will make every fear disappear in love. Every darkness will be gone to light. Every moment of despair that we've ever had will go into well-being. He will eradicate all disease, all pandemics, all of these things when Jesus comes again. And we wait right now at this moment for that moment too. And if you've never known what it is like to actually know Jesus for yourself and walk with him, why don't you make this Advent and this Christmas really special? You could actually ask him in, especially at this time of pandemic. He wants to give you, as it says in that passage, the greatest gift of all, the gift of God's spirit to be with you at this time. So that as we wait it out to go back to normal, God can wait it out with you by the gift of his very spirit. I'd love you to invite you to actually make that decision today. You don't have to wait. It's one thing you don't have to wait for is actually to invite Jesus into your life and to know the gift of God's spirit. So why don't you stop right where you are and stop waiting and invite Jesus in. Let us declare our faith in God. Join me as we confess our faith. We believe in God, the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God, the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with, with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. It's time to invite our young ones to lead us in intercession. Let us pray. Hey, my name's Dan and I'm the Youth Director for Hope Together. And I want to bring you a short time of prayer from some amazing young people who are part of our Amplify Young Evangelist Academy. So they're going to lead us in some prayers right now. Dear Lord. I pray that in this challenging time that you will give us your peace. And I pray that you will give us the ability to share that peace with others so that a wave of your spirit may pour out upon this nation. I pray for all those on the front line fighting COVID and those in decision-making roles that you will give them your peace, Lord. And I pray that your peace that surpasses all understanding 
will be in the hearts of every single person in this nation. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you're the giver of peace. I thank you that you give us peace that surpasses all understanding and that your peace overwhelms us. I ask that as people fear what is happening now and in the future, that you'll fill them up with your overwhelming peace so that they can feel calm. I pray that they'll feel at rest with you. And I wanna pray that as the country faces new restrictions, you'll provide us with your peace so that we can feel a sense of calmness and we can put our trust in you. I thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do. And I pray this in your almighty and powerful name. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we say thank you. We thank you for the privilege of being alive during these unprecedented times. Lord, we know this year has been a roller coaster, but right now we put our faith and we put our trust in you to lead, to guide and to protect us. Lord, you said in Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 that your peace surpasses all understanding and that you would guide our hearts and our minds. We pray, O oh Lord, that you would give us peace in all areas of our lives and we pray that you would give us sound minds. Lord, please help us not to be anxious, but to bring everything to you in prayer. And Lord, we pray for anybody right now that might be going through any mental health challenges. We pray that you release your peace over them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for answered prayers. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God, we thank you that you are the God of help, that you are the one who gives us help, everlasting and so certain and firm. God, we thank you that you have a plan for our well-being and that we can come to fullness in you, Jesus. Amen. Well, I want to say a big thank you to all the young people who pray today from Amplify Young Evangelists Academy to find out more about Amplify and to maybe sign up a young person that you know who may be called to be an evangelist. Head to advance2020.org forward slash Amplify. And I also want to tell you, and for the benefit of all young people in our nation and their well-being, about the youth well-being journey, which is coming this coming January 2021, for youth groups and young people to access across the nation to go on a journey to discover God's plan for their well-being. Bless you. Many thanks to the young ones who have led us in that very powerful intercession. But let's pray. Almighty God, purify our hearts and minds that when your son Jesus Christ comes again as judge and savior, we may be ready to receive him, who is our Lord and our God. And everyone says, Amen. As our savior taught us, so let us all pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, there will be done on heart as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespasses against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May God give to you and all those you love his comfort and his peace, his light and his joy in this world and the next. And may the blessings of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore.